Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the final review of the Kaiju season. I am your host, Larry. And I am your other host, Justin. I am very happy we are at the end of this season. Uh, this was a f- giant final hurdle to get through <laughs> this season, but the, the hurdle has been hurdled. Yep. Yeah, that's for right? sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you can tell, this is a Dark Souls 3 review. We're going to have some spoilers um, but once again, Dark Souls does a terrible job at telling you the story unless you watch hours of YouTube videos. So I don't think much will be ruined for someone who wants to get a casual playthrough, but you've been warned. Yeah, I don't think we'll dive too deep into the story because I did not have time to... Uh... Perfect. I mean, that's yeah. your job. That's, that's that's like the nice little trade-off. So yeah, we don't have anything breaking this week. It's been We're recording a little bit earlier in the week than normal. Yep. Um, just got stuff going on. It's a holiday here in the United States, so we're just trying to get stuff wrapped up and going. But Justin, tell me what's new with you. What's going on? Um, I have been working a ridiculous amount. Um, haven't had much time to do anything. I did Platinum uh, Ratchet & Clank. Uh, rift apart last night you mentioned that last night yeah 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 um i played some dark souls with you and steven that was actually a lot of fun we'll get to that we haven't gotten there yet (laughs) okay okay um i played some mario golf uh it's not a good game i think i have heard that and makes me very disappointed i was going to buy it and i could i saw some people start talking about it because i was really pumped about it it reminded me of hot shots golf yeah, yeah, yeah. Like back in the day, like a fun, like kind of well, faster paced, so goofy arcade. I, I think normally the Camelot uh, Mario sports games are a lot of fun, especially their older stuff. Yeah. But I don't know, man. This honestly, it just like, it's just not good. Like it's really just not good. I saw a video on Twitter of someone who like almost got a hole in one and it spun around the cup and then it like for like a minute and then it only came out. <laughs> I've yeah, just seen surprised. terrible things, which is a bummer. Like I said, it, it really reminded me of Hot Shots Golf, so I wanted yeah. it to do well. They, they do have like a story mode, and it like, <laughs> and it sucks. It's so bad. <laughs> I think I got uh, an hour in, and then just kind of decided that eh, maybe this is not for me. Um, time to time to put it down and move on to the next thing. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I don't think okay. I will ever play that again. Um, but other than that, honestly. I haven't been doing much. I've just been working a ton. I got a bunch of work coming up still. Uh, it's also Canada Day uh, tomorrow as we're oh, recording wow. July this. first? Yeah. Well, except okay. for there's like a, a a thing going on right now uh, in Canada, surrounding I've Canada seen. Day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a big thing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I honestly, I, I'm trying, I'm sitting here trying to rack my brain, but I, you're good. I don't think I played or watched anything else. What about you, Larry? Sure. So we'll start with what I've been reading. I finally finished the Aragon books on audio, oh, nice. on the Audible. Nice. Yeah. Um, I picked up like this little anthology that came out a couple years back called the lion, uh, sorry, the, 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 the fork, the worm and the witch or something like that. Basically it's like three short stories of like a post inheritance cycle world okay um it's, it was super short i got it on amazon prime day for like four bucks in hardback so i'm oh, gonna damn. read it before bed but i am going to be starting a book that we will be tackling in the future just so you're aware i'm starting that soon i think i have to start the 
audiobook of that soon. I actually I'm doing thought, the same thing. No, no, I'm doing the audiobook too. Okay. I've read it several times. So I, I, I did actually audiobook. think about starting it today because I'm kind of like caught up on like podcasts and everything. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, okay, maybe I'll start that. But like I didn't want to. I didn't want to start it till I mentioned it to you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll start it next week then. Okay. Um. So that's books. As far as TV shows, I finished How I Met Your Mother. Oh, nice. And how was the rewatch of that? I haven't watched it since it like when it came out because the ending was like obviously upset a lot of people and I was upset too at the time. But after rewatching it, I didn't hate it nearly as much. They absolutely laid the groundwork that that was how like Ted was going to end up with Robin. I mean, I kind of always assumed that that was going to happen. Yeah, and like I mean like yes, like it was very fast paced, kind of like a little Game of Thrones like <laughs> if you had done this a little bit more spread out, maybe people wouldn't have hated it as much. Yeah. But the groundwork was there for it. Yeah. Like there, it was. So um, I started Dexter. I'm on season one right now. Oh, that's something I want to rewatch. Although I don't like, I mean, I'm sure the, so they announced obviously that they're bringing back the Trinity Killer in some So form. I saw that. Um, it's just going to be like flashbacks or like something, right? Like, Do you know my guess? Sure. So I, I think I mentioned either on this podcast or somewhere else before, but um Michael C. Hall and the original showrunners are all coming back to it, right? And yeah. one of the deals Michael C. Hall and the showrunners said to come back to Dexter one more time was we aren't retconning anything. Yeah. Everything that's happened, happened. So Deborah's dead, Trinity Killer, like everything is like has happened. Yeah. Um so what I am actually expecting is there's been rumors that James Ramar hasn't been cast in this revival to play Dexter's dad, like in like, oh, okay. like his yeah. like subconscious. I think it's gonna be the Trinity Killer as a subconscious. Really? Okay, interesting. Which would be awesome because John Lithgow is just so good. Oh, I agree. I actually, I Especially if Dexter is trying to like pretend he's like a family man, you know, like yeah. hiding away. Like, I think John Lithgow as his like subconscious would be a really, really interesting casting. Yeah. This way, guess. But I found out Clancy Brown is the big bad. I don't know who that is. Yeah, if you saw him, you look him up. Look him up right now. Okay. Take, take, take a second. As soon as you see his face, you'll know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one of those kind of actors, yep. Uh, the trailer for The Many Saints of Newark came out yesterday. Yeah. Um, I Sopranos is one of my favorite things of all time, and this movie looks fantastic. James Gandolfini's son is actually playing a younger version of him. It looks, it looks really, really good. Um, the Halloween Kills trailer came out like right after we finished recording last week. Yeah, I said I wasn't going to watch it, and I <laughs> within like five like minutes. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw those. I lasted yeah. long enough to get down in front of the giant TV we have, and like, uh, all right, uh, looks good, looks gory, looks like a giant bloodbath. It looks like Rambo First Blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which okay, if if, we, if they do it, better go pedal to the metal. Um. I posted in Discord that the trailer for Don't Breathe 2 came out, and if you listen to our review of that, our trepidations based on that trailer seem to be incredibly justified. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I said in the Discord what I'm going to say here is I cannot... It's hard to get behind a rapist kidnapper as a hero. As an anti-hero kind of thing. Yeah. To a lesser extent, it was the same thoughts I had with Cruella. Like, I don't want to root for a dog murderer. I don't want to watch a movie where you try to make me feel for them. I certainly don't want to watch a movie where you try to make me feel compassion for a rapist. Yeah, exactly. Who women in his basement and impregnated them with a turkey baster. 
Yeah. So yep. that's gross. Uh, games, I haven't really been playing a whole lot of times Dark Souls 3 and Destiny, but I did the sweatiest thing I have ever done in Destiny on Sunday. What's that? I three-manned a raid. I, I've never done a raid, is that... So raids are normally six person encounter or six person events in the game. Okay. They're meant to be four six people and hard with six people. Okay. Um, with Robo Road and uh, Izzy, I was actually able to. We did it three man. Damn, that's awesome. It only took us two hours, like practicing because they've kind of done it before. Yeah. So they were teaching me, but they said that I did a really good job, and it was easily the sweatiest shit i've ever done in destiny so i I was very very happy oh man sweaty destiny that's oh boy (laughs) but um since they finished dark souls 3 i think next week i'm gonna start playing final fantasy 2 on stream for a couple hours a week i wanted to talk to you about that um i want to wait until the end of july you want to play the pixel version absolutely but it's one a month, and they started with Final Fantasy 1, so it's not going to come out till August. No, it, uh, 1, 2, and 3 are coming out July 28th, and then the rest of them are monthly. So should we play another one? Or, I mean, or we could just wait. I like because I, I that's the version I'm gonna play, so I mean, I, I understand, can... but like, so the reason why I'm asking if we should play another one, okay, is because. We kind of told patrons we would try to get one or two a month, or one every one or two months, and we have two in like seven months. <laughs> um, let me go through our list. Yeah, I don't even know where I have it saved at. It's been a long time. Talk, Justin, while I'm searching for it. Oh, 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 uh, uh, I can answer your questions. You can ask me questions. I just can't type and talk at the same time because my brain isn't that big. Okay. Oh, I know what I can talk about, actually. Uh, so I also... I don't I don't think it's shipping for a couple more weeks, but I ordered the collector's edition for the Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol. I saw you did that. I am so excited for that, those games. Well, Ghoul Patrol... I've never played and I've heard you can kind of skip it if you want, but zombies ate my neighbors was like huge for me on the super Nintendo uh-huh. comes with a bunch of random shit that I, I cannot wait to get a hold of. Most importantly, it comes with the soundtrack and uh, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be the only CD that is in my van. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it every day. Um, so Justin, yes, I had the list. Okay. Our bottom games consist of two and three are the same for both both of us. Okay. Uh, my third lowest one is one. Your third lowest one is four. If you're trying to save those six pixel ones to play in the rem- in the remakes, which I totally understand, and yeah. like, I'd be cool waiting for it. That means the next game on the list eight. No seven. No, can we go back to the top? Oh, because, okay. Like, so much of the bottom is those, oh those uh, six twelve. Games. Oh, God. Yes, sir. It's a long-ass game. <laughs> so it is your call. We can do two starting next week, or we do 12. Let's do 12. <laughs> Let's do 12. All right. I will, I will pull out the Zodiac Age. Yeah, I'm going to go start... get my Platinum. It's going to... Okay. 
cool. I, it's been a long time. I'm actually, I'm actually not hating that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh, uh, there is something else that I ordered uh, on Saturday. I think it came out on Saturday, and I, uh, I was within the first uh, two thousand people to order it. So I also got the collector's edition. Um, sorry, I'm just bringing it up here so I can get the exact name right. Okay. Um, a guide to Japanese role-playing games. It is, uh, how many? It is, uh, every JRPG that came out between the years of 1982 and 2020. Mm-hmm. There's like 600, it like covers over 600 games and it's got like uh, a bunch of like original art for it and like a okay. nice like hard book and i just i'm really looking forward to it i think it'll be here like on the 8th so i'm mm-hmm. trying to think if that'll so basically the next time we record it'll be here but uh okay. it looks so good like it's it covers like everything i see and, yeah and then the last thing i want to bring to your attention because we were discussing a little bit over in the zombie girls podcast okay uh discord um you were talking about wanting to stream something and like wanting to do something scary and something on the side. And Rachel and I said, you should nope. finish your journey in alien isolation. No, nope, not happening. I need some, cause I need something to like relax when I get home from work. I don't want to be like stressed out. I think, start it should to finish. Be, I think it should be Mondays with Justin. I think you should play a chapter or two of alien isolation on stream. Uh uh no and you get that awesome green screen behind you so you can put yourself in the nostromo no or nostradamus or whatever the hell <laughs> it's name not ha- it's not happening <laughs> so if you want to see justin do the head on over twitter and say justin play alien uh it, it it's, it's it's important that this happens oh, oh uh, my uh, my other option right now is i either like i might go back and start running through all the fatal frame games just because uh black we talked about that yeah 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 black maiden comes out this year probably october mm-hmm. uh yeah, I don't know. I got to start something new, but something not stressful, preferably. <laughs> All right. And then the last two notes that I have are kind of side projects. Um, I mentioned that I was a guest over on Zombie Girls mm-hmm. for a Polanski Fest kind of episode. We reviewed two of his movies and kind of talked about the director himself. And there's a little bit of bonus content, I think, for their patrons where I sat through and listened to a book by V.C. Andrews, which was something special. Then <laughs> uh, that was there. And then Rachel and I's first episode of the Nick Cage podcast, I think, comes out tomorrow. Like tomorrow for us recording? Tomorrow for us. So it'll be okay. in the past for the listeners. It'll be out there. It's going to be in the Zombie Girls feed. So, okay, excellent. Uh, excellent. Yeah, we just kind of laid it out. I edited it. And so if anybody knows when I edit how I go over the top with <laughs> random things thrown throughout the yeah. um the audio it's only 40 minutes so i'd recommend it it's it's fun but oh, i'll definitely listen to it tomorrow that's yeah you have to work tomorrow unfortunately yep I'm all right well, that's all we have so final fantasy 12 that actually kind of made my night i've been wanting to go back and replay that for a while so oh man i really hope that my my only issue with uh, twelve is that for some reason playing the Zodiac Age gave me like motion sickness. Playing it four times? No, just like playing it just regularly. So I might have to either bust out the see if the Steam version is any better. I don't know if it has to do with like. That's strange. It didn't bother me at all. 
That's yeah. I'm sorry uh, to hear that. It's the only time it's ever bothered me. It's the Can only reason up, I haven't can, finished is, it. Is there an upgrade to PS5? Oh, no. no. Probably God, not, no. Right? Square Enix? God, no. If it's not <laughs> Final yeah, Fantasy I, VII at this point, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually kind of pumped for it, but that means we'll owe three crappy games when, we, when they come out. Yep. Which means we'll be playing two, then three, and then either one or four. That's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all of them. It's just easier for me to play it off of Steam than anything you else. You just have so. a buying problem. I understand. So yeah, my computer that too. Even handle the pixel games. <laughs> but <laughs> that is all of the intro. No more holding back. Justin, I played and beat Dark Souls three, and we want to talk about it. was not very epic i was i was waiting for like an epic drop or something and it never happened but it's okay it's okay uh, no i i like the more uh somber tones in a dark souls apparently so if those of you who remember justin was big into kaiju for the sole reason that he was going to get me to play a souls born game yep <laughs> and we did dark souls one and that was a gaming experience like no other. And then Justin got me to admit, was it on stream where I said I would do it or at a recording? There was some time where it, I was being, It was on stream. Where yeah. I was feeling pressured and Justin's like, well, if we if we hit affiliate, maybe we can do Dark Souls 3. And thinking we'd never hit affiliate, I said, <laughs> sure, bro. <laughs> when I think like the next day we hit affiliate. Oh, yeah, I pushed it. I pushed it everywhere, so... Uh, so Dark Souls 3 is how we're capping the season off. Uh, it was a first playthrough for me. It was not a first playthrough for Justin, as he described last week. Oh, yeah. And we, I mean, we even kind of got into it a little more yesterday when you were streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently I've beaten this game and done, like, some of the harder stuff. But, hey, guess who didn't remember shit? Yeah. So... Just what background do you have on it? I'm I'm just preparing myself to discuss this game. Yeah, no, no, no that's okay. Uh, so obviously, Dark Souls Three is an action role playing game developed by From Software and published by Bandai Namco uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's the fourth installment in the Souls series. And what was uh, the three that came before? One and two, and then Demon Souls was the original one. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Sorry, continue. No, no, that's okay. Uh, so it came out in Japan uh, March 24th, 2016, and worldwide April 12th, 2016. Uh, development actually started uh, around mid-2013, prior to the release of Dark Souls 2. Uh, the game was developed alongside Bloodborne, but was handled by two completely separate teams. Uh, Miyazaki uh, returned to direct Dark Souls 3, um, I saw that last yeah. night. Yeah, uh, so Dark Souls 3 would obviously serve as the fourth installment in the Soul series. Uh, Miyazaki later added that the game would not be the last game in the series, but would be like a turning point for the franchise and the studio itself. Um, a weird thing is that I guess uh, multiple screenshots were leaked prior to its reveal. Um which I mean, happen. I mean, happens a lot more now, obviously, than it mm -hmm. did back then. But uh, yeah, uh, 
according to Miyazaki, uh, the game's level design was created to be more of an enemy than like a level. So like he wanted the level itself to be considered like an enemy. Um, I didn't get that from any of the levels. I, I, I could definitely see that for like specifically uh, the archives. We can talk about it when we get to the gameplay, but but yeah, okay, that's yeah. something to keep in mind, though. Yeah, uh, the the game's original score was primarily written by the Dark Souls Two and Bloodborne composer, uh, and it was actually performed by the Tokyo Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh wow! Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm just players who oh, if you like pre-ordered the game. You get like the the uh, game's original soundtrack on a disc, which is cool. I'm like kind of really into like game soundtracks now. Apparently, it's been like it's my all thing. good. It's all good. Um, but honestly, like that's really it. Because I, I mean, I'm not really going to talk about the DLC much because we can hit on it. But we we do it right now. Um, I was on a roll <laughs> after Dragon Slayer armor. Okay. Would you agree with that? Because I, I got ahead of you. Dragon like Slayer I had my swords armor. fully upgraded. Yeah. Like, yes. I was like I was truly on a roll. Yeah. And we had time, and I was like, well, I want to go try out some of this, the extra bosses in DLC. So I went and did it, and none of them I really struggled with. I went back and was doing well until I got to Nameless King. Yeah. And that one never frustrated me. He's a secret boss, not a DLC boss. Yeah, he never, yeah. he never like made me like angry, like wanting to throw shit. It was more like this dude is really strong with telegraph moves, and it takes patience and a lot of practice to get him done. Yeah. So then I moved on to the painted world, uh, which the final boss there is Sister Freed, and that was the first time I was ready to fucking break everything. So, so did you do the? ringed city no because you yeah. can't I, I i from what i read online you can't get to the ring city until you beat sister freed oh okay. i think i'm almost certain of that okay i could be wrong but i think that's what i read online um and then like life happened and we were reviewing this week we we're reviewing it a little bit earlier and I'm like okay i just gotta beat the game so i had two bosses left the twin princes and oh wait now i read the actual gameplay we'll do that later justin Give me a plot summary of this game. I have a stopwatch pulled up. I'm waiting 38 seconds for something to be loaded onto the uh, soundboard so I can play it a little later. Oh, you're working, you're working. So, did you have no interest in the DLC, or was it just like a time thing? For, just for our audience as so, well. Because uh, so, uh, you did not struggle like I did. So, it's actually kind of weird. I didn't, I thought, like I bought Dark Souls 3 when it came on sale like a couple months ago because I knew it was mm-hmm. coming up. And I thought I got like the, was it the Fire Fades edition? Which Fire is like, Fades. But I, I guess I just bought like the base ass game. Um, and I know I didn't do any of the DLC in the first one, but that was kind of more of a, I beat the game and didn't realize I couldn't go back. And then about halfway through Dark Souls 3, I considered getting the DLC. I really, really did. And then I had a couple, I had trouble with a couple bosses and I was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not doing this to myself. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's why, for for people who are unaware, when I was fighting Sister Freed, um, she is easily my least favorite boss I have ever played. 
in a Dark Souls game. Well, well, she was, I mean, kind of already dipping back into gameplay, but like she, she was basically made to uh, take not credibility, but basically like destroy the build that we used in well, the game. She did. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's fair. I, I, I am, I'm, I'm ready now. I'm good. <laughs> okay. So yes. Yeah, so, but yeah, Justin didn't do it out of fear. Justin didn't do it out of anything else. He was just done, and I should have followed his lead uh, because he gave me the out, and I didn't take it because that's kind of me. Uh, but Justin, with that being said, why don't you go ahead and give us a six-second summary? I have the stopwatch pulled up. I'll give you a three, two, one, and we can go. Okay, sounds good. Three, two, one, go. The Ashen One, an undead who failed to become a Lord of Cinder and thus called an unkindled, rises and must link the fire by returning Prince Lothric and the defiant Lords of Cinder to their throne in their thrones in Firelink Shrine. The, um, once the Ashen One successful, succeeds in returning Lothric and the Lords of Cinder to their thrones, they travel to the ruins of the of the kiln of the First Flame. There, they encounter encounter the Soul of Cinder and uh, basically. All the old Lords of Cinder grouped into one. Uh, once the Soul of Cinder is defeated, I guess there's like four different endings. Um, halfway through the Soul of Cinder fight, it turns into Cinder from the Dark Souls remaster. Gwyn. Gwyn, thank you. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, but the Lords of Cinder, can they are... Uh, oh my god, I can't even fucking remember their names now. Uh, the Abyss Watchers is one of them. Um... Yorm, yeah. Anyways, you're trying to fill in time there at the end because yeah, this is <laughs> probably going to be the this was the hardest score yes for me to come up with, and let me tell you why. Okay, when we reviewed the first Dark Souls, I complained a lot about the plot and like not really knowing what the fuck was going on. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In this one, the basic plot is pretty simple. Yeah. The, the firekeeper tells you, go kill these lords and bring them back here. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that is very simple. Um, but there seems to be a lot more going on. And once again, it's like you have to go onto YouTube in order to find out the story. Because the story is epic. It's one of the reasons why I'm actually excited about Elden Ring. Because I feel like with George R. R. Martin being the one who wrote the story, I feel like they're going to put more effort into relaying the narrative to the player. I do not like playing games with the Final Fantasy 13. What do you want to call it? The Final Fantasy 13 mantra, where it's yeah. like, we're going to give you really fun gameplay, addictive gameplay in the case of Final Fantasy 13 with the battle system, but the entire story is going to be related to you in 40 minute cutscenes and Bibles almost in the menu. Yeah. I don't like it. It's just not how I like playing the game. I complain about it in Death Stranding. And in the first Dark Souls, and it's the same problem now. This is better than the first Dark Souls, but it's still a problem. See, it's 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 weird for me because so, so the first one, um, I kind of scored based on like how much I liked the plot and like how actually invested I was into like yes. going and finding out more about the plot. Oh, yeah, we, we we discussed that, so I remember that particularly. Yeah, but this one for me, like I I think that there is a better base level plot, but the rest of it isn't as like i don't find myself caring as much like the first one i wanted to really? know every little thing and this one i was like yeah okay i mean it's 
It, I mean, That's I, I crazy, liked, cause I liked definitely about cared plot, more but... about the plot in this one than the, oh, really? than the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I, I kind of think that... So in the first one, I had mentioned that there's almost like... This is kind of mixing a later category audio, basically, but there's almost like a mix of story, uh, like a story unfolding within the soundtrack while you're fighting bosses and kind of just going through the levels. Yeah. Um, I also think that isn't as strong as it was in the first game, so that kind of also affected my plot score as well because I don't feel like there's that. There's like a a few that are like hand picked, have like a great sense of a journey through the soundtrack i mean i'm basically thinking of like the dancer and yes. e- even the princes and definitely the the soul of cinder which i killed on my first try hey me too me too we'll, we'll get, I, I got a list i got a list <laughs> i didn't i didn't because <laughs> vort i was going to until vort which was the first boss <laughs> no i wasn't like indere inder i don't remember the guy's name <laughs> uh they, they, you pull the sword out of the ground or out of him and he's like the first boss yeah right um, index <laughs> but but yeah I, I mean i i just i think there definitely is a hook in the plot i just don't think it's as strong as the first one for me personally okay um so you mentioned when you're going through the notes that there is more dark souls coming and like this it's a turning point in the narrative or whatever and elden ring is not a soul a part game. of this as correct? far as we're aware yes so where do you think this goes oh i mean so narratively 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 i see it's kind of weird because this is like i i haven't played much of two i played like that one time on stream yeah um but demon souls is very much set up this with the same way as dark souls one which is very much set up the same way as dark souls Mm three it's you're in this world go kill these lords bring them back yes end of game i hope that maybe we see a little bit of a mix-up. I don't know how they could do that, really. Um, I know it's def- we're definitely not getting a Bloodborne 2 because Bloodborne 1 was basically like a Sony giving the money to make a Souls game for PlayStation. Uh, but on, uh, honestly, like I don't, I don't really know where a Dark Souls 4 could go or even if it even is called a Dark Souls. It, it, maybe it's a Demon Souls 2. Who knows? Okay. All right, so let's give plot. I gave it a six and a half. I gave it a full point higher than what I gave the original game because I I thought it was better, but it still has a lot of problems. How about yourself? Uh, I I gave it a six. I gave it like I think I actually looked at my scores this time because this is okay. like very important to me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I I just I gave it like I think I gave what did I give the original one an eight, but it just it didn't this one didn't hook me as much. Okay, gameplay. <laughs> so this is very similar to last time another hard section for me yeah this gameplay is taking it as what it is right like what you're playing yeah this is a better game to play oh absolutely like than dark souls one absolutely it's crisper the movement speeds are faster way you build your characters it's a lot more clear what you're doing it's a lot more forgiving in a lot of ways um but again, I suck at it. So I'm taking away my shittiness and really just about the gameplay. Okay. This gameplay is good. Yeah, I mean, it's... This gameplay is very, <laughs> very, very, very good. And I get the addiction. And I've kind of mentioned to you, I think part of the reason why I am 
why I get so frustrated by not having a good time is I don't like people watching me fail and the yeah. whole game is about failing, right? It's because like, it's yeah. a mental thing. I don't like people seeing me not do good. So I, there's a part of me that wonders if I have more fun playing him off stream. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, honestly, I think, I mean, that's why people like watching it on stream is they like watching people fail, really. I mean, yeah. it's like half the fun of watching somebody play a Dark Souls game. Um, but no, I, I agree. I, th- I think the, the gameplay here is like incredibly solid. Like it is, they've obviously built upon the fighting system and like the leveling system and all that as they go on with these games. Um, I just, I think it's like very fluid and it's, it's definitely a lot faster. Um, yes. w- which, which is good and bad. I mean, it's, it's harder to pull off some maneuvers where it's easier to kind of. It was do- the first time roll. in a Dark Souls game where a boss had two separate health bars. Oh yeah, there was a bunch of phase two boss, two phase bosses here. The first one was the Abyss Watchers. Yep. And I almost quit playing the game. <laughs> that if was a great Steven, moment. <laughs> if Steven hadn't come in and been like, I'll come help you. Yeah. Because I think I did like 20, because you were there, like 20 or 25 tries trying yeah. to beat the first part of it. And I did it and I was celebrating. That's what I always do when I beat a boss in Dark Souls. And there's a cutscene going on. And I look over and realize there's a part two. Yeah. I literally felt part of me die <laughs> it's so good oh man uh, i mean like it, that unfortunately that's like one of the ways of how you build it your boss fights is you just you make them yeah. harder how do you make them harder give them more health right like kind of give the player that satisfaction of winning and then they realize that they didn't <laughs> yeah yeah um i want to go back to how they said they want to make the, the world more as enemies Okay. We talked a lot in the first game about the kind of parkour shit you have to do, right? Yeah, oh, especially in an Orlando. Yeah, which, oh my god, came back and looks. Oh my god, I got like there's a lot of times while we were while playing this game, I got goosebumps going back to an Orlando and like going up those giant stairs. Yeah, and I think I missed a little bit of that because I didn't like the story much in the first one as this one. Yeah, um, but I still like obviously when you go see the giant Smith and he's dead, right? He's yeah, dead. that was kind of cool. Um, but I did not find the level design to be as unforgiving as in the Dark Souls remaster. There were so many times in Dark Souls remaster where I would get caught on on geometry, and in this one I felt it was a lot smoother. I never really felt like I was being I was fighting against the map. Yeah, I, I mean that I didn't really get the uh, uh, sticking to like geometry and stuff, which whatever. I mean that happens to people. Yeah, I get it. Let me tell you about Ratchet and Clank. Oh boy, that happens sometimes. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I do see where they're kind of coming from. I mean, there's a lot more like, I mean, we talked about the uh, the archives with the hands coming out of the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot more of those like. But see, that was guys. enemies though. That wasn't the geometry. That was enemies. Well, but the hands weren't. The hands aren't enemies. You can't kill them. Well, it's the environment. Okay, that's a very technical <laughs> line, but I will give it to you. I will. I will fully give it to you. That's a very. I I, I think it, it, they did a job, yes. of, a good job of like blending the like physical enemies while like almost. Like uh, the perfect example is um, the underground catacombs with the giant skeleton ball. They do a good job of just giving you enough room to get off to the side yeah. if you can, but the end, like there's still a bunch of enemies around. So they, they do a good job of like mixing the enemies and like the environment too. 
One thing I also like about this playthrough, time. and I'm not sure if it existed in the first game as much, um, because the first game was just a blur of pain for me. <laughs> but you legitimately told me, go do this build. You want to yeah. level up your decks. You want to get start with this class, get this weapon, get these rings. And I would say that made this far more enjoyable. Because as soon as I got that and got it leveled up to where it needed to be, until like the final bosses, like the hard bosses, yeah. I was having fun. Oh, there's the definitely builds like that. The first time in a game, I was legitimately having fun. There are definitely builds like that for the first game. And I'm not sure about Bloodborne. I don't really remember how Bloodborne works. But I think there is. But that, that it made, again, I had more fun playing this. I definitely got more frustrated in this one than I did the other ones, namely Vort, which is the first boss, which I died to like 40, 45 times in yeah. one stream. Sister Freed, where I was just pissed off at fucking everything. Um, Nameless King. Again, Nameless King was more just like, okay, this is just better. It was different than Freed. Freed yeah. felt unfair. Nameless King just felt better. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't get to the Ringed City DLC. Um, I did summon. Justin never did. I summoned for Abyss Watchers. I summoned for the, prince, the Princes. And I summoned for the final boss, Um Honestly, I was kicking in last night on stream. I was not doing well, <laughs> and Justin and Steven were tempting me with the forbidden fruit, and I took it. And I won't lie, going in there with the fart night and Steven, who was like a dragon, dragon fire, yeah. fire thing, uh, it was fun. That was fun. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I messaged you right after, like, you know what? I would, I would, as, as much as it, like, Oh, it cheapens the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the hardness of it. People uh, can yeah. suck it. Yeah. <laughs> they can suck it. Yeah, exactly. Butt. I mean, you, you do what you got to do to have fun. And, like, honestly, I would play a whole game just like that. Yes, um, and they'd be a blast like, to team up. Yeah, and I do. I, I'm i very proud of myself for this, so I just want to say it. Uh, I saved your bacon <laughs> uh, you when did. you were in the I combo. I was in the middle of the death swing. And I knew it too, and Steven knew it, and you broke him down. And hell yes, I did. I I was proud of myself for that, but I didn't. We wanna. all were. The chat was <laughs> it was it was fun. It was a good way to yeah. end it. Um, yeah. So gameplay, I gave it a nine. I, the point I took off was sincerely just because this is not my kind of game. Yeah. So I I see flaws <laughs> all over the place, but <laughs> yeah. I fully understand why this game is held in the regard that it is. I, I gave it a 10, just like I gave the first one. I, I think it's a better, more re refined system. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a lot harder to, like, pay, because in the first one, I ended up getting, like, pretty good at parrying and you did. all that stuff. I didn't even... I tried it, like, two or three I times. I just over-leveled and broke it. That's yeah. how I was able to beat Gwyn naked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I just the did the level, build. I lost the Fire Sage Demon, like, 25 times. <laughs> Yeah, which is because wild. I suck at the video games. <laughs> <laughs> Audio. This is a this is the easiest one. Um, these games are just a different kind of thing. Like you said, the Tokyo Philharmonic was one who did all the work for it. Yeah, it's just beautiful the whole time, and it's epic. The music's epic. The boss themes never, like, especially for someone who has fought many bosses many more times than probably <laughs> most. They never get old. They're always just beautiful, and it's haunting and. It's like this and Final Fantasy are like two of the game franchises that like I know that no matter what else I'm going to get involved in, yeah, the score is always top tier. There's a little bit more voice acting in this, and it was it was good. It was 
mean good to great i would even say like yeah absolutely. i like the boss's cut scene especially the lothric princess like i thought that was really cool sister freed was good no you didn't get to experience her but i thought that mm-hmm. was good um audio is just great like there's nothing bad to say about the audio truly yeah, i mean on, honestly like I, I agree to a point um i i, I think again they 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 definitely nailed the audio i i don't think it hits as it's not as like memorable as the first one like i oh really i think this one's more memorable oh, than the first one. see i i i have on my spotify playlist the firelink shrine and uh gwyn the cinder song basically from the first game so obviously interesting when I, okay yeah so when it came on during the so that's how you recognize it so easily because you oh i listen to it like daily okay uh it's on my like work jams playlist that i listen to work in the morning jams. um yeah I, I i tried to listen to the firelink shrine uh from dark souls 3 same with the dancer which is playing right now in the background yes um and probably uh, my favorite one from the whole thing i actually went and bought her armor oh really yeah i i, I agree I, I, I think i think this one has like there are specific ones that are better but okay. i think overall the first one i i mean Every once in a while, I go back and I'll just listen to that whole soundtrack. Whereas this one, there's like, okay, I got the dancer, the princes, Soul Cinder, and like half of the Firelink Shrine song. If you, I know you don't remember fighting the Nameless King. The Nameless King was also just something out of like a Peter Jackson movie. I'll have, to, I'll have to go listen to it. Yeah, because I mean, they are all on Spotify, but uh, yeah. I, I, I think that they did a really good job again. I just personally, for me, it's not. It's just as a different memorable. kind of effort. Like Nobumatsu yeah. always puts that kind of effort in, and I think the same thing can be said about the Dark Souls series that I've played so far. Absolutely, it's just it's not an afterthought. If yeah. the music is a part of your experience. It's a part of the bosses. It's part of everything. And well, and, and, and like Alex pointed out to us, the score for the dancer is in a different tempo. Tempo and her fight, like. That her movement set is in a different tempo to kind of I to didn't match know I the song. One phase. Yeah, five. yeah. We both did. <laughs> Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> All right, audio. I gave it a ten. I, it, I have nothing bad to say. It's memorable. It's epic, and it's something that I would recommend even if you don't play the game to listen to. Yeah, I, I gave it a nine and a half just because I gave the first one a ten, and I, I, I think it, it does step it down a little bit, but not enough to really. And see, I, I, I think if I had. If I could, I would go back and do what you did, give the first one a nine and a half, because I thought this was a step above it, but obviously ten is the highest we have. Yeah. How scary. This one's an interesting one, Justin, for me. Okay. The first one was not that scary. There were some times and some moments. Yeah. This one felt a whole hell of a lot more like a Lord of the Rings, Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, it definitely had that kind like, of fantasy. Yeah, instead of the very dark it. and grimy and like monstrous vibe that we got in the first one. Yeah. Um, that didn't make it a bad game. It makes it not very scary. There were some enemy types that thou were discussing, Ugh. namely the one that you showed me and I ran into myself with the witch centipede kind of thing. That was yeah. gross. But that was really it. The, tr- the tree the tree ball sack monster was kind of <laughs> nasty, but like yeah. there was nothing that really stuck out to me. And then. I, I, this was very far from what a horror game traditionally is. I think. Do you agree? Uh, kind of. I mean, I mean, there's. It's kind of like a. It's definitely more like stressful than scary. Really. Um, yeah. I, I think there are some. 
genuinely terrifying enemy designs like the the kind of all the arms in the cage and the sewer centipedes like we've mentioned i actually had a nightmare there are some very good jump scares in the game for sure And, and and i do think it does a little bit better of a job on the like how scary than the first game not by much i i mean i've already told you straight up the only reason we're doing one and three is because if we need to play Bloodborne, I know how you like to play the first. Yeah, Justin yeah. does my OCD kicks in. I like to have things in order. So yeah, I mean, obviously we skipped the second one because we heard it sucks. Yeah, uh, we've heard that. <laughs> the fact that you lose health every single time you die was like, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I, I like, think... I'll be at half health before you even get to the boss. Like, no, we're not. We're not playing this game. I, I I honestly think when we get to Bloodborne, you'll see why that definitely deserves Save a Bloodborne for the closing. Okay. Remind me, we'll come back to Bloodborne in the closing. Okay. 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 Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that this does a little bit better of a job. It, it, it definitely tries to set up some more like jump scares. Whereas I think the first one was just like, here's a bunch of bad guys trying and survive. Um, the first one was just a lot more, there's a lot more, more evil intended areas. Like yeah. the sewers, the catacombs, um, Sven's, Sven's fortress. I mean, like there, there were just, and even like the forest, right? It was areas that just felt naturally evil, whereas this one yeah. just felt more epic. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, like this is definitely like a fantasy epic more than anything. Yes, but but I I, I think they definitely stepped up the creature design. But hey, I beat two Souls game, man. Two Souls game in half a year. That's a Damn big straight. step from zero. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, for how scary, I gave it a four. I gave it a six. I think I gave the first one a six or a five or a five and a half or something like that. Five and a half. Yeah. All right, Justin. We were actually at the exact same score until the house scary. We were, we had the exact same percentage. Oh, wow. But for plot, I gave it a six and a half. Justin gave it a six. For gameplay, I gave it a nine. Justin gave it a 10. For audio, I gave it a 10. Justin gave it a nine and a half. And for house scary, I gave it a four. Justin gave it a six. That gives it a here's Johnny final score. Oh, my. Of a 76. I don't say oh my because the house scary was always going to kind of hurt it. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's less than Dark Souls Remaster. Really? By two percentage points. I mean, I I, th- I think that the... Yes, the, the, the plot isn't as much in the forefront in the first one, but I think they do a good job of set, ho- hooking you enough to want to seek it out. And I mean, the audio, man, the audio for... Dark Souls Remasters. It's while this is amazing, I think Dark Souls Remasters. So in the master list, um, in total, it falls between two movies, Nosferatu and King Kong, the original, obviously the one we reviewed. Yeah. The video game above it is Silent Hill Two, which has a seventy-eight, and the video game below it is Vampire, which has a seventy-four. Interesting. 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 Any last thoughts on Dark Souls? Um, as a franchise. For a long, long time. Uh, I'm looking forward to when we can see it again. Because I genuinely I genuinely did have fun. I mean... I, and had, I, fun, <laughs> I had fun at times. I think the biggest problem for me is I have a hard time sucking ass like I do on stream. And it's a very hard thing for me to kind of get, get over. And that's a personal thing. So you think Elden Ring is going to come out when they say it's going to come out? Because uh, it might if not be does, for a long, long time. On stream, we have to. Between yeah. George R. R. Martin of it and everything, I, I I think it has to be played. But that's all we have for Dark Souls 3. Thank you to everybody who hung out with us in, this, in the Twitch chat when we were playing it. Thank you to Steve in particular for coming in to helping me. 
And thank you to Matt for being there for, I'd say, damn near 90% of all the streams and always being there to have a cheeky word. Um, we are going to wrap this up, play a commercial from the member podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network, and head on in to the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders. And nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. Two things. I love how successful the the um, Wizard Studies podcast has been. Like, they yeah. are killing it. And it's so cool because we all kind of got together in, like, early 2019 to kind of promote each other. And they've just been doing so well. So, kudos to them. Secondly, Justin, yes. I was kind of talking to you, but you weren't able to hear me. Um, I just forgot. Uh, something about the Oh, score. we're going to get a lot of shit for giving Dark Souls 3 a lower score than Dark Souls Remaster, I think. You think so? I know a lot of people say Dark Souls 3 is like the best one in the franchise besides Bloodborne. And using that as a segue, <laughs> uh-huh. Justin knows this. A few other people know this. I popped Bloodborne in during our playthrough of Dark Souls 3 to, to see if I would have more fun playing it off stream. I definitely did. But I also think that Bloodborne fits the horror genre far better than these two games do. Oh, hell yeah, it does. It is from like the very... I've only played it for like an hour. The very limited amount of, that I played it, I got very heavy like Lycan vibes, a little bit of Lovecraftian vibes. So I think it would fit really well into Transform Man. And I can tell you that is not going to be our next season. So... When we get to that, I'll play Bloodborne. But until then, this is going to be the last Soulsborne game, with the exception of Elden Ring. Yeah, which is January first. I I I, I brought up its uh, Wikipedia because I wanted to make sure it was coming to PS4 and all that stuff. But yes, it is. Okay, this is our last review of the Kaiju season. Thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Next week is our yeah. is our season in review. We'll talk about the games we play, the movies we watch. We'll do a little bit of a breakdown of the um, of the Saw mini season, but that will be kind of be kind of brief and just touch on it really briefly because it was during this part. Yeah. And then Justin will have his teaser. Yeah, hopefully I can uh, find the time to put that together. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very very excited about it. Uh, next season. I know that I brought the scares. I have played none of the games. But I know Justin Crom, and I know some of them (laughs) from, uh, what's the right word? Reputation? Yeah. So I kind of know what's coming, so I'm pretty pumped. Uh, Any last thoughts on our our Dark Souls 3 end? Oh, man. I mean... No, I'm mostly just excited to 
play another one, which by the looks of things is going to be Elden Ring. Oh, man. Like, part of me wants to play Dark Souls 2, but I, I mean, I played it for like two hours and I hated fun, it. friend. No, I I'm out. It. I've cashed my checks. I've done what I needed to do for the podcast, and I will fight <laughs> now. I I might play Sekiro. Uh, yeah, because I don't. I w- I've actually cause obviously I bought them all. I would play Sekiro too, but I would play that shit by myself offline oh, yeah. and enjoy myself. Absolutely, and not put myself through the torment that Twitch is. Uh, again, Final Fantasy 12 is going to be replacing Final Fantasy 2. I will be starting that next week. Hopefully Justin is able to too, but if not, he'll be shortly behind me. We are yep. playing Zodiac Age because I'm not a sick, demented bastard. <laughs> um, I will try to get my platinum. I think I only need like four more trophies for my platinum. I haven't even finished it since the Zodiac Age came out. Oh, so. really? Yeah, man, it, I'm honestly, telling you. Honestly, Zodiac Age changed my entire view of that game. I, yeah, I just... Uh, I'm excited to discuss Chops with you. Vaughn is still there, so oh, yeah, you, know. you just turn Vaughn off and listen to everybody else. Yeah, but I'm so excited. I'm so excited it's twelve and not because twelve is is my uh on my list. I have it as my second favorite game. I don't even know where it is on mine, maybe three. It is three for you. Yeah, okay. Like I said, twelve was usually like a little bit lower, but I loved twelve when I played Zodiac Age. Okay, interesting. I think because I was older, a little bit more mature, a little more in-depth with the Final Fantasy franchise. Yeah. I, I just, I really dug it. I really, really, really dug it. So I'm pretty pumped. I'm, uh, yeah, I could take it or leave it at this point. <laughs> oh, Canadian Justin. Okay, <laughs> that is all we have for this week. Until next time, guys, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Everything goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tears, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Mm-hmm.